If you love guided meditations and inspiring audio, then join us at hayhouseradio.com forward slash podcast. You'll get free access to tools for living your best life from Hay House authors like Doreen Virtue, Dr. Christiane Northrup, Anthony William, James Van Prague, and more of the world's greatest teachers in spirituality, health, and wellness. Visit hayhouseradio.com forward slash podcast for free access to the archives on Hay House Radio, radio for your soul. Welcome to the Hay House Meditations Podcast, featuring guided meditations from all your favorite Hay House authors. Tonight we're going to talk about something that's been on everybody's mind for so long. It's sort of like, it isn't a fad, I don't mean that, but it's funny how things will ebb and flow. During the Renaissance period, during biblical times, angels were very in. Then all of a sudden angels went out. It's strange because if you look or read about any religion, you will find that every religion has angels, or what they call the spiritual messengers. The one thing that people get so confused about is spirit guides versus angels. Now, why is it important to know the difference? Well, I think it's like anything else. If you're going to call on someone, then for God's sake, at least know who you're calling on. (laughs) You know. My guide said to me many, many years ago that we're not distinctive enough with what we want. You know, we run around, as I have, as you have, and say, help me. Help you what? (laughs) See, because you wrote your own chart, so in writing your own chart, and I know you don't like to hear that, I don't like to hear it either, but it's true. You wrote this stupid chart. (laughs) Now, were we drunk? I don't know. Something. (laughs) Something was going on. Stupid, drunk, maybe smart, who knows. But when we were on the other side, there were, the same as you and I have been, there were physical entities. Incarnate, which means can be into flesh. That are guides. So the chances of you and I being a guide is probably 100%. Because when we go back, we'll be guides to someone, or we have been. We do roundabout. And you have to be trained to be a guide. People always say, but I thought my guide was my uncle, my grandmother, my what? No, they have to be over there training specifically for you totally. And that's why when you say to somebody, your guide named, you know, Peter, what, they go, I don't know who that is. Of course you don't. You know who it is on the other side because you chose the person, the person chose you. So it can't be one of, well, your relatives come and they stand around you in a very protective way. It's just like, my father's gone, I have many people that are gone. But they come around as protectorates. 
They're not the guide because don't you see how illogical that would be? You would be all this time without anybody watching over you. And that's not a possibility. What, you have to wait till your grandmother dies before you get help? That doesn't make sense. Oh, I thought my grandfather was my guide. Well, then who was there before? No. Sometimes I'm told that guides will train for what we call in our time hundreds of years to know how to communicate. The guides are the ones that are made flesh, come into life, go back out of life, come into life, the same as you. I bet you there isn't one person in this room that has not been a guide, or will be. Don't you want to be a guide to your guide? And not help them like we felt like we weren't helped? <laughs> they do help us, I shouldn't say that, but sometimes my guide says to me, She's a virtual fountain of knowledge for everybody else. And I ask her and she says, oh, everything will be all right. What, what does that mean? You can die and everything's all right or whatever. Or be in limbo and everything's all right. Now, the angels are a different phylum. They are all look alike. They have different colored skin, but they're all tall. They're all beautiful and they all are from the same phylum. They never come down into life. They never become flesh. And it goes like this. There are angels, there are archangels, there is the cherubim, the seraphim, there are thrones and principalities. The amazing thing about it is is the principalities, according to theo theologians and people that have had a lot of mystical experiences, that the principalities are probably the highest form of angels. These are what we call God's army. We always think of the archangel, Saint Michael the archangel, defend us into battle. That's fine. But when you really get in bad shape, ask for the principalities. There we go again with the help. Help you what? Who help you? I mean, when you have something that goes wrong, don't you want to go to the supervisor? <laughs> don't you want to go to the CEO? Does that mean you don't go to God? Of course not. But you've got all these wonderful minions. And I really hate that word minions is used for like stupid devil stuff. That's dumb anyway. The minions of all the marvelous entities. Cherubim, seraphim, thrones, archangels, and your guide. So I don't care how depressed you get and how alone you feel. You are not. And you say to me, as I've said, well then if they're really there, why don't they help me more? I don't know how I can explain to you how miserable your life would be if they weren't there. And how much you could have died, how much you didn't make it. You mean to tell me that you haven't had an experience in a car or whatever and you say, Phew, what kind of a close call was that? Where it became almost unreal. What saved me? Your angels your guides 
Can they give you a message? Yes, but more times than not, when the angels came down in the Bible or wherever, more times than not, these were guides. I don't think the angels care, but you never hear of angels speaking like your guides will. So people say, I don't hear my angels. Well, it's hard when they don't speak. <laughs> Do they have a form of telepathy? Absolutely. But who you really can hear is your guide. Now here's what people get away. Really cranky about, I don't hear any voices. Well, when you do, you have to go to the doctor. <laughs> you know, there's medicine for that. It's like people that see auras. Go get your eyes checked. What's wrong with you? You say, oh, I see your aura. Well, you really have an optic nerve damage. <laughs> Serious, go see someone. People say, do you see auras? I said, I hope not. You feel them, though, don't you? You can feel somebody's aura. Somebody can sit next to you and you go, ooh, you know. Or somebody sits next to you and you think, I love this person. That, what do you think you're feeling? The aura, you're feeling the electrical emanation from this person. Okay, we're going to do a meditation on how to get a hold of your angels and your spirit guides. So what I want you to do is I want you to put your feet flat on the floor. And for tonight, you can pray any way you want, but in my group, we always pray with our hands up on our thighs because this allows grace to come in. Because you see, if you're always doing this, you make a circle that nothing can get out. So just for tonight, open your palms up and say, God, I'm going to receive your grace and your knowledge. And I want you to put a white light of the Holy Spirit around you. You don't have to see it, ask for it. A beautiful, brilliant, white light of the Holy Spirit, Christ consciousness, God the Father, and surprisingly enough, even God the Mother. Because there is a feminine side of God. There has to be. and ask for all of the angels, the archangels, even to the thrones of principalities to attend to us tonight. You know, with the energy that we have in this room, we could lift the veil of just with us, with our one-mindedness tonight, we could lift so much the veil of negativity off the world. The ignorance, the doubt, the mistrust, the bigotry, but for now, begin to bring relaxation through the very bottoms of your feet. Through your feet, through your ankles, your calves, your knees, your thighs. And ask God and our Lord and the Holy Spirit and your guides and your angels to rule out. And this is not to rule out any pain that is a warning signal that should be seen by a physician but begin to rinse out any toxicity any old pains any old cell memories from the past from the pelvic girdle on down rinsing clean and relaxing healing as we go you can't believe 
the letters I get of miracles, not mine, you doing it. And moving this relaxation all the way up the trunk of the body. Down through the shoulders, the upper arms, the lower arms, the hands and fingertips, around the neck, the front part of the neck, the back part of the neck, around the mouth, the nose, the eyes, the forehead. And for a few moments, stay with your eyes for just a few moments and look up at the bridge of your nose. This is nothing more than just a signal that you're becoming very relaxed. And when you do this meditation on yourself, look up at the bridge of your nose and then relax your eyes and begin to rhythmatically breathe because you're taking fresh oxygen in, the breath of God, the breath of our Lord that's standing over you, the breath of all the angels that are in attendance, that have their hands linked around you to protect you. And I want you to start, even if you don't know what this means, with every single system of your body. Ask right now that your neurological system begins to heal itself. That any negativity that you've absorbed from guilt or past life, let go of. Almost as if we can silicone the frayed nerve endings from the spinal column to all through the tendons where the nerves spread out like fingers. As if we can silicone, like I said, the frayed nerve endings and all through the respiratory system. Moving through the whole sinus, the larynx, bronchial upper and lower lung area filling with fresh oxygen moving through the whole digestive system and because we're all different say to yourself right now I will only take into my body what is nutritionally advantageous for me here's also a good place to say whatever negative addiction I may have let me rinse it clean tonight Drinking too much, smoking too much, taking in too much whatever. It's bad for you, you say, or you feel it's bad. Ask God to help you with this tonight. To rinse it out of your system. And moving through the whole releasing mechanism of the body from your bladder to your kidneys to the lower intestinal tract, rinsing out all toxicity. Heartbeat regular, blood pressure normal, venous capillary system strong. And I want you to mentally say to yourself, and this is not like some kind of thing you make up, say to yourself, I want to go back to an age in my cells that I felt the best. I always pick 36, but pick any age. When I felt at the top of my game, and demand that your cells start reacting just as they did when you were 30, 20, 15, whatever you wish. And feel the surge of energy. Don't be so put off or on by chronological. If I feel 30, my body will be 30. If I feel 80, my body will respond to being 80. There's nothing wrong with being 80 if you like it. If you don't, then go back and bring the cells up. 
rinse it clean of all the negativity you've absorbed even if you don't know what it is of the things you've taken on the guilts you've put on yourself the I wish I had and I didn't do and I wish I'd done let go of that the shoulds and the didn't and through all the lymphatic system the endocrine gland system lining up these systems to make greater health from the pituitary to the pineal the thyroid the pancreatic the reproductive even to the skin texture feel this marvelous peace and feel these angels in attendance almost you can feel their breath you can feel the whisper of their wings you can feel the gossamer of their cloth their clothing brightness the shielding almost as if their wings can open become protective shielding you against all the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune you are blessed you're beautiful and perfect in the eye and mind of God why wouldn't you be God created you and God doesn't create junk God creates beauty and feel the soul rise up and now I want you to see yourself in a field you're in a beautiful field the grass is high and you're in a very flowing garment and you're barefoot and you can feel the grass against your legs and the wind in your hair and the Sun on your face and all of a sudden you look down and there's a pathway of marble leading off into the distance and all of a sudden you have got so much energy so much expectation so anticipatory thrilled something's there something's beckoning something's calling and you begin to run down this marble pathway And you're so free you say but I haven't run for years you can now because you're young unfettered and you're non-gravitational you're beginning to press against that dimension that mysterious dimension that we can all pierce all of a sudden in front of you is a gigantic door very bronze looking shining in the Sun and it's very immense with big rings instead of doorknobs there's big rings and like so many times in life it's so ominous you're afraid to even approach it but you do because you've got courage and with all the courage you can muster you jump up and you grab that ring and lo and behold like so many things in life that door swings open easily and you are now facing a room that is oval and there is a casement window that's open and it's open onto a beautiful ocean and the Sun is beginning to set right on that ocean and you begin to hear and feel and sense these waves that come and go 
And do you know why when the waves come, they take out the pain and then they go away? And each time that wave comes in and begins to rinse, it's almost like a baptism of the soul. And you feel that inner peace. And then you look to the left and there is a big fireplace. There's a fire in the fireplace with two white chairs, brocaded white chairs sitting in front of the fireplace. You say, why is there a fire on? Because it's cozy and you still want that beautiful casement window. Now you could put a beautiful cross in your room like I have, or you could make a baby grand piano. You could put a teddy bear, anything you want. It's your room, it's your chapel, it's your sanctuary. You've crossed the dimensions, don't you see? And all of a sudden, out of the very depths of your soul, you ask with such heartfelt longing, God, let me see my father, my son, my guide, my angels. God, let me be privy to this. And I promise you, you will begin to see outlines at first. Maybe boom, right in the chair will appear. Wave no one away because everyone could, and don't use that lousy word imagination. Let it come. Don't audit it. Don't judge it. Let it come. Don't be afraid to validate it though. Ask. Say, give me a sign. Give me a message. And here, all around the room, we're standing these beautiful angels because we've asked for them. And go to this room anytime you want. The more you go, the stronger it will get because it's like the field of dreams. If you make a place, they'll come. There's no doubt about it, they'll come. They'll cross that dimension and come to you because they know that you've had the strength to walk with our Lord across that dimension and come to them, they'll come to you. Then you've pierced the veil, as St. Paul says. Now you walk to the door and all of them come with you. Your guides, your angels, your loved ones, your protectorates. You open the door and you come down that pink marble path letting go still, letting go of the guilt and the, again, the I didn't do's. And I wasn't enough of this and I wasn't good enough for that. Stop it, stop it, stop it. And come all the way down to the path. Now you're going to come back to yourself in this dimension, but they can come with you. And this time feel the energy coming right up to the very bottoms of your feet. Up through your feet your ankles, your calves, your knees, your thighs, the whole buttocks area, all up through the whole trunk, feeling the vibration of health. And it's not wrong to ask for money, for finances, for good health, for happiness. Ask for it, demand it. Even if your chart is bad, it can still be modified. And like I said, miracles can happen every single day. 
and moving this energy all the way up through the trunk of the body, down through the shoulders, the upper arms, the lower arms, the hands, the fingertips, up through the neck, around the mouth, the nose, the eyes, the forehead. And on the count of three, with our Lord, with the God consciousness, with the angels in attendance, come all the way up to yourself. One, two, three. If you have tears in your eyes, as I see so many people, please don't feel bad. That just means you went very deep. If you didn't have tears, don't feel bad about that either. It's just people get so upset, they say, oh my God, I'm crying. No, you released. The more you do it, you will. Please don't be concerned about that. It's a very marvelous thing, in fact. We hope you enjoyed this meditation. To find out more about this author or any Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com.